and f- fucking fist fight them. Sure. No, you know, I've like bad fights. I I hear you. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you have to own up for that shit. But it's so hard to get to the point where you will because you're always like, I was drinking. I can be different when I'm not drinking. I'm a I'm a whole different person whole different when I'm person. drinking. Well, but that and it's like yeah, but then. But Reel it back, baby. But don't black out. If you don't remember your own behavior, what do you have to be responsible for? Exactly. Now that's my own, like, of course. And it's it's so much easier when you wake up, when you come out of a blackout and you're like, where am I? I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to get home. Who knows what happens? Whatever. Like, it's much. I'm so lucky I've never had an STD, honestly. Yeah. I've woken up in people's houses with and I'll even admit this on radio with wet jeans. You ever been on the 14 bus going back? Oh, you to your pissed house? your pants I first? I pissed my pants. I know, I've I been there too. Wet fucking pants on the, and I'm on the bus and I'm like, "Can everybody smell me? Everybody smells piss. Everybody can see that my pants are wet. Does it look like my pants are dry? What does it look like? I don't know what's going on. Oh shit." Like and I'm still a little drunk, so I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, I fist my pants. I'm good. Hope, but to like, be wow, like it's yeah. And but then because I was so wasted, I don't remember what happened, so I don't have to take responsibility for all of that because I don't remember it anyway. Exactly. And, but that's what I'm trying to change. I mean, I'm fucking over forty now. Jesus Christ, it's time to change that shit, right? And I. I definitely eat more, and I haven't been peed my pants in a long time. Oh, congratulations. But here's the thing, people who might date me in the future. If I decide to pass out, not in my bed, with my jeans in, on, on the carpet, that's because my jeans are a sponge. Please, please don't take my pants off. Please, please, boy who's staying with me, nice man, whoever you are, leave me. On the carpet. Do not take my pants off. They are a sponge. Oh, yeah. Be on the team. Absolutely. Be on the team. Absolutely. Be on the team. Don't, <laughs> like, my mom, I, okay, so one of the most embarrassing things that's ever happened to me is. Okay. The, okay. One of the most embarrassing things that ever happened to me is when I went to my cousin's wedding and I was completely fucked up. It was like, it was a weekend where there were three parties and a party suite. So the first night I hooked up with one of his friends and, um, ran away from security trying to get into, uh, trying to not get in trouble because I was underage and then there was the next day where I was just blackout and hooked up with another one of his friends and then the third day it was the wedding the wedding and I went home with my mom who was sleeping in the other bed and I pissed this hotel bed so bad so bad and my mom tried to undress me and it was just so much worse. It was just everywhere. That's not what we want. It's absolutely not what we want. It was it, like that was probably the time that my mom was like, "Okay, time to time to change." It's like reel it back, daughter of mine. Yes, please. I love you so much, but if you could not pee in, I threw up once. Uh, I was on a family cruise. 
uh, going to Alaska. My parents, I was, I was 19 at the time. They put my brother and I in a room deep, deep in the caverns. They were up with one of the things, they had a balcony. And uh, I, I drank so much, I threw up in my bed. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to take all of my sheets into the shower to sort of wash them off. And I was in a room with my brother. And I had to wake up the next morning. And I had to go kayaking with my dad. No. And I was so hungover. And I kayaked and we were like hitting salmon. And I was like, this is so beautiful. And this would be great if I didn't want to die right now. It wasn't Um, the end of me. I I was, I remember being a kid. Uh, I remember my parents used to buy me things. That was great. (laughs) That was awesome. awesome. I remember those days. (sighs) My parents don't, they don't, uh, they don't respect my lifestyle very much. Oh, really? Nope, not at all. They are not into free speech and what I'm doing. Uh, they're um, Christians. They uh, mm-hmm. love God very much. Oh yeah, and that's great. That's I, I, they're afraid of death. That's cool. I'm down. Like it's fine. I, I I'm down with existential dread. They want to believe in twelve mansions in heaven. Good stuff. Like hell yeah. Yeah. No. Hey, I respect it. Like if if I could have a, I feel like I took. I feel like I was in the Matrix and I took the fucking red pill or whatever. And I was like, oh, now I see the truth and everything sucks and we're all going to die. And uh, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the reality of life. That's, well, that's what's so crazy because it's like when you're trying so hard to get something and you feel like that's the only way that your life will be fulfilled, mm. then that be, creates like a completely different environment for you to have fun. Like I feel like I have so many things that could make my life happy and it's like you can't, you can't just bet on one, obviously. Like I'm not going to do anything to uh, – get rid of those opportunities but I'm going to work my hardest on every single opportunity that could possibly make me happy and maybe it'll make me a jack of all trades but master of none but maybe I'll be happy there's a old song from the 40s and it's a standard and it goes I'm putting all my eggs in one basket yeah I'm betting everything I have on you uh, and it's and it's not, don't put all your eggs in one basket. That's don't how do I it. feel sometimes. Don't. Though. You can't. Well, and God, for a long time in my life, I didn't. I I separated my eggs, and and now I've got all my eggs in the mutiny basket, and it's very scary because then it's like, oh my God, what if I lose the basket? But then it's like, wow, what freedom if the basket disappears? Like, wow, what would what would happen to my life? If I didn't have this albatross around my neck, like what could I do? Where exactly? I I could go and some. Yeah, I could do it. It seems like the better option. Sometimes it seems like the better option to take that albatross off your neck. But also, if it's the thing that you love and it's the thing that you are really doing, and it's like you've worked so hard for it, then why give it up? That's my thing. Is it's like it's so hard for me to give things up. I know. know. Because of that, because I'm like I have put so much into this. But maybe attachments. I mean, the Buddhists say that attachments are the root of all suffering. So if you remove all the attachments. Then you can finally be free. 
And but so that's so crazy to me because attachments, family, you know? like I, like I, I see attachments more with like attachment with people Yeah. and it's like family, friends, what do you do when those go away? Because I don't think I would be happy because when I haven't had those personal, um, ties, yeah, tethers, to tethers the yeah. to the world. Yeah. It's been so different for me. And it, like, honestly, like me thinking that I'm a fucking God who's controlling the world is so much less healthy than me having a fucking boyfriend and being like in my family and helping them out like i would rather not be famous because i would think that i was like fucking the controller of the universe my yes. brain would be insane i don't think i could handle it i think the answer is to smoke more pot I think that that's. The- I think the answer to smoke less pot, dude. Ah. Honestly, like I smoked pot from Sam, and now I'm like, hello, I am the fucking. <laughs> I am the. Number. Oh, I am a god. Like, I am a king. I am a king. I am a god. <laughs> Everything's gonna work out. I can control this person. It doesn't matter my expectations because no matter how high they are, they will reach them because I control everything. Well, which I- is a lie and a fucking disappointment when I don't control everything. The only thing we can control is our own selves and our reactions to the things around us. Exactly. But I've gotten to a point that I'm like, people think it's fucking weird. Like, people think I'm being, like, fucking victimized. Not by, like, by everybody. Like, by my mom, by my family. Everyone thinks I'm being victimized, but I'm like, honestly, I don't give a fuck, dude. Like, just, like, like, I don't. Like, that's the thing. Like, yes, they have high expectations of me, but... I'm there. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, why do you think this is a bad thing? Like, it's fine. Like, I'm fine. And it's not me being, like, disingenuous or not following my dreams. It's like, I'm glad that I get to help my family out. I'm glad that I get to help people out. That's my fucking calling. That's my calling is helping people. Why aren't you a nun? No. Put on the habit, baby. Fuck so much. Oh, I fuck too much, dude. I do, and it's like also like I like I like God. Like I do, and I love God. That's cool. No, I'm down with God. But also, it's like it's like sometimes I'm like, bro, like no matter what I do in this life, you gotta like have me because I'm because I have gone through so much, dog. Like I'm trying my best. Like yeah. there's no like because I believe in you, like dog. Just like chill with me, bro. Like please, like <laughs> yeah. No, hey, uh, look to the birds of the sky. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father takes care of them. Yeah, uh, I'm down with that bird shit. I'm. Uh, I mean, yes, exactly. I don't think that a higher being like that would punish you for being human. Well, and, you know, you, humans I'd, are born I'd, sinners, I'd, baby. This is a fucking preacher podcast on humans are born sinners, dog. Oh. And I'm a sinner. And everyone around me is a sinner. And so I let everyone treat me however so, they want so to. Take the, <laughs> so take the plank out of your own eye before r- removing the speck from your brother's eye. Another fucking. Hell yeah. You oh, know more about the Bible than me. You know more about the Bible than me because I have never heard about it. I was traditionally raised in the Bible. I went to Christian school for like. Years and years of my life. and then Oh, that's I, cool. I'm just casual Bible. Yeah. I studied Judaism for many, many years as well. So 
I'm versed in That's all of the Judeo-Christian things. I don't know a lot about Muslim shit. I know a little bit about the Mormons. I know just enough to be dangerous about the Mormons. But uh, Honestly, yeah. I hate these boys, but I love these boys because they always know how to, like, bring it to like something super not serious oh, you know yeah where'd sam go speaking of i know not sam being like speaking of, speaking of like me and you together i feel like we bounce off each other and we're like let's get into the no, like yeah like fuck like let's go let's go into the entire thing like what is life about what is life about and when two men get together too i feel like that's how they're like too they're like hey, that's well, why Joe Rogan... Like, like, how big is your dick, man? <laughs> That's Mine's why Joe Rogan like, is always like, yeah, I did DMT, and you know what I saw? Have like, you done DMT? No. Oh, I'm, yeah. so, I'm talking about uh, Joe Rogan. I, I don't no, think no, I no, no, I get it. DMT. I know he talks about DMT, too. Ba- like, my brain... Fry zone. Like, I... Last time I did acid, it was probably... Like, it changed my life in a way that made me scared of literally making any mistakes. Wow. Like... I was like, I have to stop drinking or I'm a fucking idiot. I have to stop fucking doing this or I'm a fucking idiot. I have to call my mom. I have to be a better daughter. And it made me anxious about everything. So now I can't let anyone down. Cause, but, like, also, like, whatever. Fuck it. Who cares? But um, that acid trip just made me feel so anxious about my life. And I think, it, it like, honestly, like, my dad, like, and schizophrenia is, like, fucking triggered by drugs and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, acid. I hear that acid definitely triggers schizophrenia. Yeah, so <laughs> I fucked my life up. Who else did that for themselves? <laughs> Who else gave themselves a mental illness that a lot of people have to go to the mental hospital for forever? So I've done over, I'm going to say in my lifetime that I've done over 600 hits of acid. So uh, that's a lot of acid. And they say that that after seven hits, you're legally insane. And and I'll, I'll deal with that. And that's fine. I didn't even get there, dude. It's because my whole family is like fucking crackhead crazy. Like, that's why it took me only a few to be like, I'm... I'm legally insane. <laughs> but I, I mean, I definitely talk to myself all the time and I hear voices in my head and I've had invisible friends since I was young. There's no question about that. I remember having invisible friends since the time I was allowed to do that. Um, and I've always had a very, very rich fantasy life. Um <laughs> Throughout my entire life. I mean, it's not that that's a problem with me. It's like, I, like, the things that I see are, like, <clears throat> I'm not crying. I'm literally just, I smoked weed. Um, I, like, the things that I see are, like, disembodied human people. And, like, people being, like, like, I would be half asleep and there would someone be yelling, like, you don't like anybody. Like, you know you don't love these people. What the fuck are you doing here? Like, stuff like that just yelling at me. Like, insanity vortex that I'm surprised that I haven't had a nervous breakdown yet. You know, like, yeah. um, just... It takes a different type of person to cope. Like, everything I see is a threat to me. Huh. And so it's like I've been trying – I have learned a lot of things to be able to cope with stuff like that. But I don't know what I did to myself, but I 
I did a lot of drugs during high, like, I was always kind of neurotic, but I did a lot of drugs during high school. I was never aware, so I can't even, like, know if it's something that happened naturally or if it's something that I triggered. triggered. Yeah, sure. You know why Californians can't have guns? Why? Because they're always triggered. (laughs) That's funny. I like that. Constantly triggered. No, hey, I, I get it. I'm lucky that I didn't, I didn't. Do I smoked pot for the first time when I was like seventeen? I had done. I didn't do any things. I didn't even drink. In I started school. drinking when I was twelve years old. I started smoking weed when I was thirteen. I started doing coke when I was sixteen. Wow! Yeah. I started. Um, what else? Or well, I started doing Xanax when I was sixteen. I started doing opioids when I was sixteen. Yeah. I started... I didn't never like opioids. Opioids made me nauseous all the time, but I thought they were amazing for some reason. I started taking Xanax every day when I was 16. Well, Xanax is in the Tupam family. It's a benzodiazepine. It's actually... Yeah. It's actually... Uh, yeah, it's a little different. Yeah, I know. I no, no. It, I do love mm. benzos, but they made me forget. And they... Like, honestly, like, I was so fucked up during all of high school, and I don't remember any of it, that I don't want to take Xanax ever again. Like, I like I have gotten Xanax for free from people and just stowed it away and given it to other people because I... It's great I, for it, planes. It's great for plane flights. Yeah, you're but... you're afraid of flying. Uh, yeah. I mean, it is for... It is for anxiety, good. but when you use it for your everyday life, like, no, I no, can't... No, 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 I can't work. control... Yeah. Well, and they used to give... Um, when you use it for your life, in fuck, the sucks. 70s... Exactly. For postpartum depression. I did Valium for the first... Or, like, it was because I was prescribed... I was prescribed they were Valium. Little helpers. Mom's I was prescribed helpers. Valium when I was in the third grade. Wow. Wow, you had serious anxiety. No, I, I had a neck injury. Why would they give you Valium? That makes no sense. It's a benzodiazepine. They just wanted me to relax. Wow. No, they didn't give me Valium. They gave me Vicodin. Oh, okay. Well, no, that's They gave me Vicodin. Which doesn't necessarily help because opioids just mask the pain and then you can hurt yourself more. If you, They should have given you a muscle relaxant. They should have given you some yeah. Soma. Like, no, soma yeah. Soma, good. but Soma I also abused. Ah, uh, Soma's a lot of fun. I abused Soma in the late '90s. I would take a Soma. And I was in like high school. Beers, yeah, I was in a Soma, and I was like, "Let's go, friends." Uh, but it was it, only because I was so cheap in college. I couldn't afford alcohol, so I could use pills. Oh no! The fact that I the fact that I take medication now. I used to be a 17 drink a night girl. I have had I have had three drinks tonight or four. Yeah, yeah. No, I used to in college. uh, It was so funny because I was a dancer and I was a lot larger than I am now, and I was dancing like four hours a day. But I was also shotgunning and drinking like twelve beers a night. Yeah, it's like oh no. So I moved from beer to wine, and I lost like ten pounds immediately. That's what I keep telling. Aaron is because he he wants to lose weight and he's talking about like oh I just need to like go on this diet and I'm like no dude you just need to stop drinking beer you're drinking IPA yeah from beer to wine like honestly seltzer too it just makes you bloated it's I mean and it's the water weight I mean there's all kinds of things happening but so that was always my problem and when I fell on my face and had my whole alcoholic come to Jesus thing in uh, February 1st of this year and people were like, oh, you drink too much, blah, blah. And I'm like, I actually don't drink too much. The problem is that I don't eat enough. The problem mm-hmm. is that I actually have an eating disorder. 
And so when I'm drinking all day on a Saturday, I'm thinking the whole time, well, I've had two thousand however many calories yeah, from the beer. Yes. Alcohol. Yeah. I was drunk anorexic for a while. Else. I was drunk anorexic for a while. Exactly. So I'm eating enough calories, but I'm not having real food. And so that's why I fell on my face and I had to get 15 stitches in my eye, et cetera, et cetera. So I made a deal with myself that I'm not allowed to drink unless I'm only allowed to have a beer for every 200. So if a beer is 200 calories, I'm not allowed to have that beer unless I've had 200 calories. That's a so good I idea. Have to, I'm not allowed. I have to eat before I drink. And again, tonight, I, I'm eating as much as I'm drinking. I've been eating. I have a granola bar in there that I need to eat in a second. And I had all the cheeses and all the things. And I was eating. And I made sure. But it's not that I have a drinking problem because I honestly don't drink. Even when I day drink, I only have one beer on the hour. So if I've been drinking for 14 hours, I've had 15 drinks. Yeah. So I have, I, I just keep it going all day and I love it and I love day drinking. But I have to eat because I have to eat. So you have to eat because I have to eat. And that's the come to Jesus talk I had with myself is that I'm not an alcoholic. I have an eating disorder. And, you know, and then that plays into all of my like fucking self-esteem issues and blah, blah, blah. But, and I'm an adult now. These are the things I'm dealing with. So, mm-hmm. yay, I'm an adult yay. now. Yay. Being an adult is so crazy, honestly. Like, I'm just transitioning from kind of being a kid, obviously. Like, I'm very young. I'm 22. I, like, I very often have to remind myself, like, oh my gosh, this is what it's like not to be a kid. Like, it's not, it's not that things are happening much worse than they were happening before it's just that they're happening right now and i'm aware of them so here's the thing i have to say and some of our other friends have left tonight but i'm a person that got a dui when i was 32 and i don't support anyone ever drinking behind the wheel ever at any time always leave your car it is better to get a ticket it's better to have your car towed it's better to pay the $600 when your car is towed or to leave it somewhere and get a ticket than it is to get a DUI and spend the minimum $10,000 and all the other things that happen. Please, 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 please always leave your car. Don't drive drunk. Don't be dumb. And I know you're young. I know you think that you're going to live forever and I know you think it's fine. But please, anybody out there, take it from the old lady who hasn't driven in 14 years now because I'm a responsible adult. I'm a responsible adult and I drink and I smoke pot and that's why I don't drive. Please, 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 never, ever, ever, ever. Because even if you think you can drive, it doesn't matter. They're still going to get you in trouble. And even if you can pass all their sobriety tests, if that breathalyzer comes above 0.08, which is like two drinks, and if you haven't eaten, please eat, please eat. If you haven't, it is so easy to blow 0.08. And you just don't want to deal with that headache. So leave your car. Leave it parked. Get a ticket. Get it towed. It doesn't matter. It's better than driving home. Okay, that's my PSA. Da-da-da-da! Old lady trying to t- teach the children. <laughs> I love it. It's, I'm just saying. Like, it's always better. Even if you have to take a $150 Uber, it is cheaper than getting a DUI. Because they're out there and they're looking for you. They just, they, it's just money in their pocket. Don't do it. 
da 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 da. Should we we should play some music. Yeah. Let's Sam's music. bag is here, so he should be coming back. Mm-hmm. Sam, come back. Sorry. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll uh, what what kind of music do you like? Um, I'm a big fan of anything. Oh, <laughs> anything. I'm a big fan of anything.
bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Oh, happy hour. What could be happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience? Puppets, kittens, unicorns, born maybe? Oh, well, stage time makes them happy and this super happy comedy open mic is open every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. But you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast at Meeting Radio FM Index at podcasts.pcrcollective.org. So come live or listen later or to every happy hour mic Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Radio FL Mutiny Radio. I just fucked that up again. What the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah, I got it. Everybody, uh, my name is Mike Spiegelman, and welcome uh, here on Mutiny Radio. FM, PSCRCollective.org. Absolutely. And uh, I'm with here, Pam uh, Benjamin. How are you doing, Mike Spiegelman? I'm doing well, and I just want to welcome everybody to our second episode of Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube together, live with Mike, Mike Spiegelman. Spiegelman. And our special guest, Pam, Pam Benjamin. Benjamin. Yeah. Pam Benjamin. Good stuff. Mike Good. Spiegelman. Pam. Uh, Mike Spiegelman of the layover, other fame. Yeah. No, that's yeah. what I would like to be known as. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I, I do run a show over in Oakland uh, at the bar called The Layover. So if you're ever in Oakland, go to the bar called The Layover. And you've been doing that for like six years now. Six and a half years. Yeah, but six I, and a half know, years. I don't, I don't really, Who's counting? I don't really bring it up when, when I have the opportunity. So six and a half years, yeah. Is that longer than your marriage or is that the same amount of time? Less? No, my marriage has been going on. Uh, it's approaching 11 years. Wow. Yeah, so. Congratulations. Thank you. That's exciting. It's not uh, Father's Day, by the way. 
It's not Father's it's Day. Not I thought Father's today Day. was Father's Day, and mm-hmm. I was thinking it's Father's Day show. I guess that's next week will be Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so we are. Uh, the show is called "Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube Together Live" with Mike Spiegelman and Pam Benjamin. Hey. And uh, the idea is that we are going to watch a full length movie selected from YouTube. Uh, and we're going to watch it in real time. Uh, if you have the podcast, go ahead to go to YouTube, and that's available on your phone, on, yeah, computer, on your tablet, on your tablet. Yeah. Uh, your kids have it everywhere. Do you, I have my Nintendo DS, 3DS has it. Uh, my my uh, video game machines, PlayStation 3 has it. Everything has YouTube. My yeah. brain has YouTube. So yeah, go go to Pam Benjamin's brain <laughs> and go to YouTube. So we are uh, dipping into the Paramount Vault mm. uh, YouTube channel. Uh, so if you go type in Paramount Vault with the movie uh, we're gonna watch, it's I'm, Masters I'm, of the Universe. I'm really excited. Yeah. I was actually uh, I used to be a camp counselor and my name was Shira. Oh. Yeah. the whole camp for the whole summer? Yeah, the whole summer. I worked in a sleepover, a sleepaway camp where you weren't allowed to use your real names. I don't know why uh, as an adult, but you'd, even even the even the counselors would call each other by their, everyone called me She-Ra all summer. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, I worked with a person named Treetop. Oh, I never uh, knew her real name, but she was Treetop. Her name was Treetop. Yeah, everyone called her Treetop. All the kids, all the counselors, everybody. Oh, There's wow. an Elmo. There was a Super Grover. This is just a horrible story. <laughs> I was She-Ra. It goes with the Masters of the Universe. And the thing was, the kids at that time, they didn't know what the Masters of the Universe were. Oh, yes. They, they, they were like, She-Ra? Yeah, what Cap does Kessler. that even mean? Yeah. What about the kids? Were the kids were able to use their real name? Or yeah, I, the I, kids used their real name. But I think that they wanted anonymity with the counselors, so it would be like, you go to sleepaway camp, and you had your, your daughter's... It was sleepaway camp. It was sleepaway camp. So I had them for an entire week. They never knew my real name. They only knew me as She-Ra for the entire oh. summer. Well, what were the camp counselors? Did they know that you were Pam? Did, nobody called me Pam. They just called me Shira. Oh. And it was at a Christian camp, so you'd be praying and stuff, and you'd oh. be like, "Dear God, I hope that Shira's cabin doesn't suck yeah. this this week or whatever." Yeah. <laughs> Please, dear God, may treetop, uh, tree trunks, uh, cabin wind tomorrow's marathon. Right. The, uh, oh, by the way, today was the uh, San Francisco triathlon. Uh, healthy people marathon yeah that was uh, you wait in line for brunch then you eat brunch hmm. and then you wait in line for coffee right that's yeah. the San Francisco marathon very funny alright so uh, yeah uh, I will, so we are going to do Masters of the Universe from the 80s uh, this is of course with Dolph Lundgren uh, as you can hear me pounding away what do I safari is it I don't know what safari is okay so go ahead to uh, YouTube I won't read out the number but uh, we are going to press play on Masters of the Universe it's available on the YouTube channel the Paramount Vault go to the Paramount uh, Vault 50, 50 movies full length full length and now uh, of course there will be commercials popping up oh this one is closed captioning which is what we prefer uh, we're not going to be listening to the sound uh, us personally but uh, you can Oh uh, yeah. If yeah. you want, you want. should be listening to this though. All right, so we're gonna sync up together. So I'm gonna go ahead and press play, and hopefully an ad will play. So I have this pause at zero, colon zero zero. Because we love ads. Here comes the play. MutinyRadio.fm. Oh, all right. Oh, it's starting right away. Starts immediately. So we're gonna go full screen. Yeah. Uh, sign of quality, Canon. Timeless. Yeah, so they went bankrupt. We're, we're going into the um, Matrix. They just Ooh. broke it apart for us. These guys are really classy. Golden Globus production. I like that two-tone on the... Uh, 
these these fonts, it looks like it's a solid gold. Yeah, they, they made that little shimmer too happen. Yeah. Look at there's the shimmer. They must have six million dollars on it. Dolph Lugren. Amazing. Yeah. Is this before or uh, before or after um, the Rocky movie? It's got to be after, right? Uh, yeah, because before he would be like six bills. Uh, oh, here's some plot point. Castle Grayskull. We yeah, all know about Castle know. Grayskull. That's where Nancy Pelosi lives with her twin uh, <laughs> brother, Skeletor. No, no, no. That's where Danielle Steele lives. <laughs> that's at the top of the hill yeah. there. Yeah, yeah Danielle Steele. <laughs> Grayskull at the top of the mountain next uh, to the beautiful park. People get the, those two mixed up. So here's the kind of plot point, but we're all fans of He-Man. We know this here, the story of He-Man is obvious. Oh, ooh, look ooh. at that. Oh, oh rainbow sparkles. I have a pair of shoes, the sneakers that color, and they're collectible, so I hang them on my wall. Starring Billy Barty. I don't know who that is. He, you, you recognize. These are all really great, like fake names, though. John Cipher. These are all Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. She's what a, a real fake person. name. <laughs> fake name, though. James Tolkien. He was uh, the principal in Back to the Future. Chelsea Field, another another Chelsea nobody. Chelsea Field, that's where I used to play soccer. <laughs> Robert Duncan Mitchell. Oh, Chrissy Pickles. That is not a real Christina name. Christina Pickles. It's gotta be. A I love one. Christina Pickles. Oh, my sandwich. Evelyn. Bill Christina Pickles. Chris Pickles. Wow. At least you know she doesn't use an initial because no one else in the Screen Actor Guild signed up their names as Christina Pickles. There's the only one. Your real name is Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. No, actually, it's uh, Mike Pickles, and I had to change it to Spiegel because the kids would mock me. So I'm wondering if you were going to be uh, have to change your name for Hollywood to be or to be a famous comedian. What would you change your name to? If well, said? first off, to be a famous comedian, I've got a time machine and go back 25 years, start <laughs> over. Uh, but the uh, first thing I would do 25 years ago is uh, I would have two first names, ah. which is the classic. Like think of all your favorite comedians. It's always two names. So Dimitri Martin. Dimitri Martin, have a C Martin. Dane Cook. D you don't have a person named Cook. And nobody likes Dane Cook except me. That's Well, okay. what about, like, uh, I don't know, Dave Anthony? Uh, right. Uh, I don't know. The, the most obscure guy I can think of. But the point is, is that uh, I'll be... Okay, this is way too much like Star Wars. They oh, have the 50 Darth Vaders standing there with guns. Look at oh. those. Those are all Darth Vaders. These are like Darth stuntmen Vader, breaking Vader, their Darth bones. Vader. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. The probably Golden Globus had him like, dressed as gladiators like a 20 minutes beforehand for another movie. Right, run over to the science fiction one. And put your helmet on. It's the same outfit. Actually, they were in a Nazi film ahead of time, and then they just put the helmet on there. Fun. That was the only thing Hasbro agreed to, like, just bring up the fear. <laughs> bring up the fear. <laughs> More Nazis. They're so scary. They're These are all Hasbro executives in the background, like, making sure their property is, intellectual property is played right. <laughs> the, kind of, yeah. Intellectual. I mean, I was a huge. This is right in my age range when I was a kid watching cartoons. I watched Masters of the Universe. I watched. I mean, it was what 1984, 85. So I was in like fourth and fifth grade. It's like think, right in my wheelhouse. I think uh, He Man Masters in the Universe was from 1979 to 1986, and then they did She-Ra from 1986, and then they said, you know, what, we're, we're not interested in the idea anymore. Everything shut down in Yeah. There you okay. go. Well, no, that's fair. I mean, because, uh, let's see, and I graduated from junior high in 1988, so it was still, I'd probably still be watching cartoons. I still watch cartoons now. I don't give a fuck. Do you watch them on Netflix, on Hulu? I've recently been watching 
truly outrageous, truly, truly, truly outrageous gem. I've been rewatching the gems that just came out on. The gem movies are so good. Uh, I didn't see the movie. I've just been watching the old videos, and boy, are they terrible. I'm like, this is what I was raised on? Oh, man. There is a uh, Dark Knight comics, I think, or a Dark, Dark Horse. Uh, they have a collection of He-Man uh, and the Masters of the Universe comics, which I took. I checked out from the library, and it's the complete edition of these comic books that were printed in Mexico that had the adventures uh, of uh, He-Man. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, if we're syncing up, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're watching a movie together. You can feel free to give us a call if you're listening to this live at 415-550-0511. Pam Benjamin and myself, Mike Spiegelman, are watching. We are approaching the five-minute mark of a full-length movie here on YouTube. This is our first, uh, this is some really great special effects happening. Uh, Skeletor uh, projecting himself. We're on five minutes, 5.02 right now, if you're synced up with us. And uh, And he's saying... uh, the droids are not, these are not the droids you're looking for it's holograms this is like watching CNN news they got the hologram up there what's the, what's your election prediction right I say Skeletor for the win uh, but the thing I appreciate about Skeletor is he doesn't have hair and he's not wearing a hairpiece. so I'm really impressed with that uh, as opposed to other um, pedant- uh, political uh, cam- campaign people right yeah, now that might that, have fake hair and might not be able to say, you know what, I am a skull and I am bald and that's okay. The words no budget comes in mind <laughs> <laughs> when, when it came to choices like that. Uh, <laughs> Look at his, he has bigger boobies than I do. Dolph Lundgren, Dolph wow, Lundgren, you gotta yeah. give it to him. He's, he's like a C cup right there. You know he's hung like a horse. You as, know, as I, Hollywood legends go. Is that is that a thing that they say? Yeah, that is a thing that uh, that they say about this. Is thing. that in the, the the 1985 blogs before the? That was in Spy Magazine, which was the 1985 blogs <laughs> before the. Uh, as I said, before the internet, there was Spy Magazine, and they did talk about his memoir. So this is unlike Conan because he has a gun, so he has a sword like Conan. Yeah. Uh, this is like Crawl, where they got like lasers. Oh, I love Crawl. Oh my god, Crawl is one of my favorite movies of all time. Best video game of all time. I didn't know there was a video game for Crawl. Yeah, it's a piece of shit. I love that weird little star. I started throwing. We actually came into San Francisco when I think I was like in fourth grade and we went to Chinatown and my brother distracted my parents so that I could buy a throwing star because of Crawl. And so I would go. That's insane. We would go to the garage and we had this one wall and we'd throw these throwing stars at the wall and pretend that we were like in the Crawl world. Except that I wasn't like the princess. I was like trying to save the princess with the did you like so you guys like distracted your parents in Chinatown mm-hmm. on some crawl nunchucks yeah no, 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 throwing stars so, so, I'm sorry nunchucks so, are like and then you like put them in your jacket mm-hmm. and then sat in the back seat of your parents car absolutely drove back home mm-hmm. <laughs> and then went into the garage and <laughs> threw them at the wall incessantly without them knowing oh it's so painful yeah so good painful they have just caught a leprechaun if you're watching this movie oh oh, oh boy he's actually is it, um, it's got to be the only, uh, is it Warwick Davis? No, this is Billy Barty. Oh, okay. This is Billy Barty. Dang it. I, was, uh, I thought okay. Warwick was the only one they've ever used. Oh, no, no, no. According Billy, to him, he's Billy, the only one who's ever been in any movies. Uh, Billy Barty has been in, I guess, a thousand movies. Ooh. At least. Baron von Munchausen, I'm sure. 
Sure, yeah. yeah. Tiny people. What's the one where the seven dwarfs are running around? Not Snow White, but... Under the Rainbow, which is a full-length movie available on YouTube. <laughs> right. It is, actually. I've watched the entire thing on YouTube. People, the whole point of this podcast is that you listen to this as a podcast or listen to this live or listen to sync with the movie or don't listen to the sync, but uh, definitely pick up the uh, RSS feed and, and listen. On, every on week. However you listen. This is happening every week, uh, oh. except for Father's Day. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it again. No, we'll do Father's Day. Day. Okay, no, we don't have to. We, your, your child is important. You should bring your child. You should watch it. You should bring a specific movie, and you should have your child guest come in here. Come in here and guest. Yeah, but Absolutely. then I won't be able to talk, uh, have to keep my humor. Right. Yeah. You, you have to keep it PG. I have to keep it like you know puns and uh, Barbie <laughs> doll related. <laughs> Does she watch the bar the silly Barbie doll thing on Netflix? That's a terrible, terrible show. I have uh, Barbie's Dream House. It's awful. Uh, Don't no. let her watch it. It's terrible. No, Barbie has a couple DVD adventures where Oof. she's a ballerina, and she I don't know she's like someone she gets mistaken for a spy or something. I don't know the storylines, but <laughs> and like they go, where is the microfilm? It's hard for Barbie to dance on point because her boobs are so big that she'll fall over. It's just the oh, well, tiny well, feet and and uh, really top power. heavy. She's ballerina ring. I saw a live ballerina show at uh, Bravo Theater with a bunch of kids. It was cute. Right on. on. Friday, yeah. Your daughter's ballerina? Yeah, she was in there. She was good. Right on. All right, so uh, <coughs> they're doing something with tuning forks or claws. So I, I actually don't know what's going on, to be honest with you. Tila. We don't know who Tila is. She's like, she's. hopefully she dies. They gotta, was, you got to kill someone on page 20, you know what I mean? It's actually Tila Tequila. Ah. Uh, right now, apologizing on Twitter for the last tweet she wrote. <laughs> Tila te- Tequila is still a still a person out in the, she's a personage in the blogosphere. Oh, all you have she to do is read her Twitter page for about uh, a, six posts. and you'll She became famous because of Pants Off, Dance Off. Did you know that? That's where she was first seen, was on Pants a show off. called Pants Off, Dance I'm Off. I'm familiar with Pants Off, Dance yeah. Off. Yeah, and then from that, it I got became... my style from that show. <laughs> That's why I'm not wearing pants. It's radio. You can, you can do it however you want. You can be wearing... It could be Sunday bathrobe drinking day. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's basically Sunday bathrobe drinking day. Dolph Lundgren looks like he needs a drink. He looks pretty misty. He needs to... Let's get someone to dab his forehead. With no, I, they're shooting lasers in a cave. Now, the very principle of lasers is that it shoots at the speed of the light. So there's no absolute with lasers. Like, there's no, there's no wiggle room. Like, how do they, people keep dodging? I never understand these movies where, like, they create these weapons and they purchase these weapons and they always miss. I, I agree with this. If it's a laser, yeah, that's it's speed of light. You can't move out of the If it's already, if they've... Press the trigger, you're dead. Right. Right, because yeah. of physics and stuff, properties of physics. Right, so they're going to, like, just escape it. And uh, why are they in some weird underground clubhouse? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> it's just the Mickey Mouse clubhouse. Yeah. They, they also, oh, the little rascals are there. Buck, we get out of the... <laughs> I'll find the key. I thought there was going to be a microphone with this film. Really, the costumes aren't bad. This is a high-budget film. The costumes probably like cause everyone to get like skin cancer like 30 years later. <laughs> There's lead. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to make the armor really heavy. Oh my god, where did they get this like... Storming the castle. The set. It's the, great, they built it. They built it, they're like, okay, we want flaming columns and we want some space lighting and we want some... I uh, think they actually... Staircases, we need a lot of staircases in this movie. Is Paramount the same ones they put out on um, Star Trek, right? 
Sure. So yeah. this was actually probably an old Star Trek one, and they just put some flaming cauldrons and <laughs> changed the paint on it, and they're like, oh, Starship Enterprise, nothing. No, now it's the weird lair. The producers of Xanadu had a garage sale. Right. Oh, yeah, we'll take this. Someone's going to roller skate around. <laughs> There's going to be a dance break <laughs> for like 20 minutes. Xanadu's a great film. Gene Kelly, killing it as an old man. Oh, that movie is terrible. It's great. There's a dance sequence in the middle that just, he's trying to bring it back to the old 50s and early 60s like films, I be, and it's so great. I bet so you great. don't realize this, but you probably watched a movie that the director of Zandu directed called Outfoxed, a no. documentary of, excuse me, Fox News. I have not. And he's done another documentary. He now does like documentaries about how Bush uh, is a bad president. You should check it out. Duh. <laughs> Like, did you know that our current president, Bush, he's, like, screwing the country? He's definitely eye-opening. I've, I've read a lot of books about the about how he stole that second election away from Al Gore and the sadness and... Well, people didn't want... Hanging chads. They didn't... It's, four and then more it, years of uh, Clinton, so that's what happened. Except that Al Gore forever. invented the Internet. Come on. He was a different guy. I think he was more <laughs> progressive than Clinton anyways. I know he didn't invent the internet. He was just in the Navy at the time and put a lot of funding toward it in the early 80s. That's all. So he didn't invent it. He just put funding toward it. Just like Skeletor. He put just a lot like of funding Skeletor. into yeah, the internet. Yeah, speaking of <laughs> So this is... For, uh, Skeletor for president, 2016. Skeletor, I don't know where they're hanging out. Like, this, like, interior is so, like, roomy and has staircases and it's made of... They're in, they're in Castle Grayskull. Oh, Castle Grayskull is beautiful. I want to. On the inside. Do they have like an Airbnb? (laughs) (laughs) It's in one of the eyes that outlooks the entire land. This is when I change my name so I can get like people think I'm Jewish and then the guy could get into their house. Mike Grayskull. That's a good name. Yeah. Hey, I'm Mike Skull. (laughs) And I was looking to use your Airbnb at Castle Grayskull. Yeah, Skull doesn't sound Jewish. Come on in. Actually, Skull sounds hella Jewish. (laughs) Well, high school, that's. That's actually uh, like Swedish. That's what they say when they cheers, cheers, chin, chin in like, you know, the Netherlands, the upper regions of the world. It's high school. Not skull, but S-K-O-L. Neither here nor there. You're in a... Oh, here comes the laser beam. Duck, duck. And why would he have swords if he has laser beams? And so your sword can counteract a laser yeah, beam? Right. You would think that your sword would be cut in half by a laser beam. No, no. This it is wouldn't reflect at all. Science fiction sci- uh, fantasies of the 80s where you have like barbarians with lasers, sandals and lasers, is that the lasers get reflected. Uh, uh, yeah, there by, you just did it. Yeah, by, by the swords. We'll, 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 are uh, they made of valerian steel? Like how are they negating these they're lasers? They're made of valerian steel <laughs> that negates lasers. <laughs> it works against white walkers and lasers. Oh, sorry. This troll. Oh, oh, here's the tuning forks. He's got it. It's working. It's working. So cartoon has a good diminutive character that looks cute as an animated form, and then the real-life version is Billy Bardian wearing some evil leprechaun, like half-baked leprechaun outfit. Yeah. Because it's, it's based on some He-Man cartoon character, and he's, his gun is like... And when does his... Uh, what's the name of his cat that he rides? Why hasn't he ridden his cat yet? His enormous oh. cat. His cat's name uh, Hamilton after the uh, play they saw. The musical was really, they decided they had their cat after the musical. Could you imagine He-Man the musical? Masters of the Universe, the musical. Masters. 
universe. Well, Masters of the Universe in the 80s also uh, took life of its own when it was used as the Wall Street uh, brokers who would uh, play fast and loose, the Gordon Geckos. Really? They were called the Masters of the Universe? Yeah, because they can make billions of dollars uh, just through insider trading or what have you. But that was like kind of a more positive, like, uh, boiler room aesthetic as a... a, so, you know, Masters of the Universe. The, in the movie and uh, the book, Bonfire and the Vanities, oh, that's, uh-huh. that's the term is where it's coined. Uh, uh, Tom Wolfe called them Masters of the Universe. Tom Wolfe, great writer. Uh, uh, writer of Masters of the Universe here, not so great. <laughs> not the best writer I've ever... The writer was uh, John Cheever, uh, working uh, quickly. Oh, look, now the light has come, and it's... Look, they have... I thought that the... The ground was gray, but now it's a lovely. This is a weird kind marble. of tile marble yeah. that gray stone is made out of. It's more interesting than anything else in the movie. Some some really great set design and set painting. Oh, yeah, it's a commercial. Okay. And yeah. All right, so there's yeah, a commercial. commercial. So we're gonna skip the video. Uh, you guys are Let's listening. Skip ad right now. Let's do skip ad three, two, one. Skipped it together. Very nice. Right, so Give us a call. We, we have a uh, buffering. Zero, zero five one one. We're at sixteen thirty nine. There it goes. There we go. Starting 1640. Find them. Oh, here comes some blue lightning, vertical, uh, horizontal lightning. Why do all portals end up being round like that? All portals Uh, sort of look the same. That's why. It's a scary hole. It's very. (laughs) Which way are you going? I guess that hole is for out only. And of course, the dwarf. Almost drowns in a foot of water. Uh Uh-huh, but it looks funny on screen. Just like how you want to... It's how easy it is to drown a three-year-old in two inches of water. Don't do that. Watch your kids in the tub, everybody. Watch your kids in the tub. (laughs) Seriously. When you you had a baby, wasn't it scary when you put them in the tub and you're like, don't... If they fall over, they can drown. I'm just... I'm a nanny, so I'm always afraid of killing people's children. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you gotta use a garden hose. (laughs) Kids don't care about heat or cold. You just rose them off. So he stops. Oh, uh, wow. Oh, yeah. even had this. This is no CGI, so they actually had water inside the mask. That, that was another $100,000. Uh, yeah, but poor Billy Barty, whoever's in there, has to like. Had to push some button. And okay, we want you to wear this, this suffocating mask. Then we're going to duck your head into a pod. And then you can uh, squirt out water from your ears from these uh, packages that will squeeze your head in. And and they they put all that weird silicone on his face. And do you remember the movie The Mask with um, uh, Jim, uh, the guy who has red hair and he's in every Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. And he was the lead character. And that makeup, like I guess, really messed up his face because it was in the 80s. And I'm wondering what happened to poor Billy Barty here with That's all of this yeah. crazy like weird silicone stuff on his face. Well, I he, mean, he he's passed, trying. He's fascinated. Oh yeah. yeah, that was probably the lead poisoning from that weird stuff. He's trying to keep it alive in the eyes, but it's difficult with all that stuff on him, and it's the ears that are. He, he was found drowned in a pond. I didn't want to bring it up. He was what drowned no, in the pond? Is that how he? No, just he, like Poltergeist. He, take that back. he died in the. I, I take that back. And they're looking for something. Alien life form. They're all together. Where's Shira? Let me blast it. Oh, yeah, so... Schnarf! Nope, that's a different one. Schnarf is from uh, He-Man. No, Schnarf... Is Schnarf from He-Man? Yeah. No, Schnarf is from uh, Thundercats. Thunder, 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 thundercats. And Schnarf! Meow! 
I hate a singularity where all these cartoons are the same at this point. They, 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 yeah, they were. Well, in the 80s, you were an adult, so you no, weren't. No, that's not true. I watched a lot of Inspector Gadget after school. Oh, Inspector Gadget is uh, great. Star Blasters or Star Blazers, the, the, the episodic, apocalyptic uh, Japanese cartoon. That was kind of fun. But, you know, I also watched uh, a lot of sitcoms or whatever when I came home. But I, I did watch some cartoons, Saturday morning cartoons. How did you feel about Facts of Life? Well, you take the good and you, and you take the bad. <laughs> take them both and there you have. The Facts of Life. Yeah. The Facts of Life. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I like The Facts of Life. They went to Paris. I liked the... Uh, <laughs> They had George Clooney as a handyman. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Sean, or uh, Aston, the other Aston, Sean Aston's brother. Oh, uh. The blonde Aston. Blonde Ash. Tin. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because he's his blonde ashy hair. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, there's Courtney Cox. Oh, yeah, there Courtney Cox. Is. Ooh, public people with Look at the prices in the back. 45 cents for coffee. Well, yeah, they said, well, here we are in the real world. And, uh, oh, Jersey, right? They got fast food in Jersey. Oh, no, they're not in Jersey. They must be in Texas. That's how New Jersey, Texas. Is this, this is Courtney's first role after her role in, um... Leprechaun? She was in Leprechaun? No. She was, I I just remember the first thing she did was the Bruce Springsteen video. She was in the front row of a Bruce Springsteen video. And she looks about this age. She's young here, yeah. Well, the video games are vintage behind them, too. Yeah. Take oh, out. they're talking oh, about yeah. a man and about a love. I guess it just fails the Bechtel test. Right. right it has anything to do with them as people. It's who they are in relationships to men. Yeah. yeah. This is classic. Good. And now yeah. soon into the relationships with He-Man. She has to get it's out good. some more 80s clothes. It's 80s night at a, at a party at, at Club 80s. I got to dress like I'm in the 80s. I, I miss feathered hair. And uh, when, she has the bangs where you, you take your bangs and you curl the top half one direction and then you curl the bottom half underneath and then you hairspray it and then you fluff it all together so that you have an enormous bangs situation happening up front it's what Courtney Cox is rocking right now yeah oh yeah it's like a, a poodle on her head and so is the guy uh, looks like he's been doing a lot of fluffing and feathering as well it's, well, uh, maybe they're wearing masks as well. <laughs> Just like every other actor in this movie. I got you what you want, a dire bucket of chicken. Thanks. I was hoping to get a chili dog or fries or hot dogs or shakes like the sign says. The sign says hot dogs and chili dogs. Isn't that redundant? <laughs> I feel so awkward on first dates. Thanks for the bucket of chicken. I'll eat it here in the van. <laughs> Kevin, don't start that again. I'll sit in the back of the van. Do you like it when I eat a bucket of chicken in the van? God, that's In so the van, far. they have the whole back of the van. See, the sign says chili fries, fries, hot dogs, and shakes. So and it's in an old, uh, That's that's got to be an old wiener schnitzel that they used and uh, reappropriated yeah, for the purpose. Oh, that explains why there's no hamburger on the sign and the fact that chili dogs and hot dogs are both on the sign. And I won't let it go, no, fam, because <laughs> it's redundant. Why don't you say chili and hot dogs or just hot dogs? With chili. Maybe chili could be a second one. Chili could be on the side. You just say chili. Hot dogs. I say burgers, because I'm trying to be short. Chili. No, I say fries, hot dogs, 
chili. No, wait, hang on. What I'm saying is the chili is, uh, you could add chili to the fries. And you could add you chili, could add chili, chili to, the, to the hamburger. Absolutely. You could add chili to the hot dog. Mm-hmm. It isn't like inclusive to the hot dogs by putting a chili f- the dog and then hot if dog. If you have chili in the building, you can put it on anything. It doesn't have to be a chili dog. I'm, I hear you. So if I come into a sign that says hot dogs, fries, chili dogs, no, chili dogs, fries, hot dogs, and shake, I'll be like, well, what about the chili? Can I put it on the fries? Can I get a chili shake? Like, <laughs> it's not, it doesn't apply it. It's a different kind of chili. It's like a C-H-I-L-L-Y. Don't you guys sell hamburgers like every normal place in America that sells hot dogs? And they'll be like, so that's just, that explains why they don't sell hamburgers, is that it was it's, a wiener schnitzel. It was a wiener schnitzel yeah. because it had a peaked roof. That's how you know. I know. I don't know. I mean, the only time I see wiener schnitzels are usually at the Museum of uh, Food Court. Yes. <laughs> Oh, look, they found the bucket of chicken. How did that... Tra- I, wait a minute, yeah, how did that chicken... I was Trans-dimensional chicken. <coughs> Mm-mm, good chicken. Hey, what's this thing called diarrhea? Why, they put these foods on the little white sticks. No, they're rib bones. Oh. Are they all vegetarians? Why are they all so Yeah, scared? they're all vegetarian. Oh. All we've eaten before is cock. <laughs> what are they exactly? What are they eating in gray school land in yeah, the Masters of the Universe cock. land if they don't like? What does he man put in his mouth? Oh yeah, they eat like beets and shit. <laughs> I guess stains their fingers. But how could how could he man be that big if they didn't eat meat? It's the beats, man. You know why? Because when you like pee, it looks like blood, and you go, "Oh my God, I should consult the doctor." And the doctor would be like, "You know, you should really work out here, man." And he was like, "All right, I got my pecs going." Oh, so here we are in the real world at a gravestone because why not depress the fuck out of people? It was a plane crash. Those things just happen. Her parents conveniently died in a plane crash. Maybe if the plane didn't crash. Oh, crash. this is going to be a story like in Gremlins when she's like, it was Christmas and my dad wanted to be Santa Claus <laughs> and then there was a rat. Let's watch Gremlins. <laughs> so you should tell the people why you chose this family-friendly movie anyways on this particular day. Of well, I mean, we're, we're recording this on July 10th and uh, it's just a uh, little It's actually June 12th. <laughs> June 12th. But, yeah. All right, so we just got, when we woke up, there's been breaking news about one, probably the worst massacre in American history. So we're playing a light movie. We're picking a kid's movie uh, just, to, just to acknowledge that, you know, we are grounded here and we're world and it's a tragedy and uh uh but we have a show so <laughs> we're gonna keep the show going but yeah. it's for the kids but it's for the kids yeah so, so don't let your kids be afraid uh because what they should really be worried about is a machine made of tuning forks that can uh cause a, a rift in the universe so that you can tra- travel back and forth between time I should give a shout out that this movie is not appropriate for kids. Uh, just 30 years on, like the, just the whole view and the, and the violence engaged in it is really not for children. So just want to give you a heads up that we're playing a kids movie that I would not let any kids, kids watch. Kids would never watch this movie because it's way too slow. They can't handle, like we've been in the same scene now for about 10 seconds and that's <laughs> way too much for them. They can't be like, there's two people in a scene talking to each other with a tuning fork thing and they there's no way that they would they need they need it to be fast 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 skeletor and explosion and blah, blah, blah. it's they, they don't want the story to progress but linguistically what story is going on is oh i have no i there's a trans-dimensional rift that's gonna i guess 
they're gonna go into the real world. That would be cool. They Skeletor didn't make in the real Fox world. in this movie, like in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. A great franchise. Continually puts out bizarre movies that become cult classics. Oh, I don't think any of their movies are cult classics. You I don't think, think so? Any I don't of think the people cry out, oh, hey, let's go see Secret of the Ooze. Uh, I disagree. Um, my boyfriend is 31, and he's one of those late millennial types, and he loves Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all of it. All of it. He's, and if it's, he made me watch one on Netflix. I'm like, this is awesomely terrible. Uh, Courtney Cox is in the real world and uh, she's, I don't know, I guess they're getting a band ready. They're blowing up more balloons or something. It's a dance. Remember high school oh. dances when they had real bands? I don't. We always just had a DJ that played Def Leppard and stuff. Well, she's on the food table, which, by the way, doubles as the craft service table in the movie. <laughs> craft services. I've been seeing a lot of craft services around the city because they've been doing a lot of filming in San Francisco right now. Yeah, they were shot like a fake uh, a, a concert in Civic Center or something like that, and they had a huge craft table service. They've been doing, um, they're done with it now, but they were taping everything for the Netflix series Sensate. They were oh. taping a bunch of things in a bunch of different places. And in the first series of episodes, they actually have a scene down at Atlas Cafe that's oh, a block here corner, from, yeah. yeah, from Mutiny Radio. I'm like, how do I contact them and have them do a scene here? <laughs> I do think there's some comedians got in the background. Friends that would be great. Uh, and there was actually a call that was put out on the bacon for like, you want to be an extra in Sensate? Here, go to... Nice. Over. By the way, her character's name is Evil Lynn. Which, which in the 80s makes sense because there was Ginger Lynn and there was Amber Lynn and there was now Evil Lynn. Evil Lynn. Yeah. yeah. Those are all porn actresses. Mercenaries. Uh, is she a porn actress? She has a she has a pretty big rack there, but it could just be made of metal. You even well, it looks like a big rack because she's wearing a bra on it that has made out of metal dangling uh, hooks to separate it. So. Ooh, lizard people. Oh, here's all the, the characters. All right. That's it. That's his all character explanation we're going to give you guys. Just your name. <laughs> I like the lizard man because he proves the existence of the lizard people. The he man, he has slipped away from me. Sorry, I just got into my uh, Mario voice. Go through this. So they're going to, like, I want you to get the he man. Giving a prep speech. Like, Skeletor, why can't you just do it yourself? Why do yeah, you need to be a mercenary? Exactly. Yeah, fill out his paperwork. Well, I think he's worried about leaving his kingdom. And, like, the guy in charge really shouldn't be. I mean, you never. When you're playing chess, you don't have your oh, king. I think uh, there's a. We're in a commercial. Commercial, so he just stops. When you're playing chess, you don't really have your king play that much. You sort of let the king sit back. You're not. You try not to be too aggressive with the guy in charge because if they die, then what happens to all your stuff? One, two, three. Skip. And we resume to movie. Twenty-nine minutes and forty seconds. Do not fail me. Do not fail me. That's where we are. Yeah. So you're. Well, I get it, but I mean, like, does he even leave Grayskull? Does he go into the real world? I think that maybe that's the whole point is he can't leave Grayskull because he's not a real person and he's just a bunch of skeleton bones that were reanimated in some way. So his magic lives maybe sort of in that castle. So maybe if he walked out of it, he would just like decompose into the bones that sort of built him and that it's the evil in the place that huh. keeps him together maybe. 
Maybe that's right. I think it's because he's a big fan of the TV show Friends, but it hasn't <laughs> been existed yet, and he doesn't want to cause a weird time loop by showing up in 1986 to tell the young Courtney Cox that uh, he's just really a big fan. Uh, yeah, that is actually a way that that theory holds more water, I think. Yeah. And He-Man, of course, knows the answer because he's gay and he watches Friends all the time. Is Dolph Lundgren gay? No. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Maybe. It's Fred and Joe. Well, Look, that's her mom and her dad. She looks so much like her mom. Wait a minute. That's uh, Ed. That looks like uh, Married with Children. <laughs> Ed O'Neill and uh, Katie Seagal. Oh, my God. Of course. The portal opens up into the high school. Because where else would it? We're here to see Onto the, the illusions. illusions ball. <laughs> Merry Christmas and happy pyramid. And no... No high school dance has a pyramid on why, why would they even build it? Come on, guys. This is because it's the Mason School. <laughs> it's the Mason School. Oh, look. She's going toward the big dunk tank. I just saw full frontal nudity. A picture of uh, David, the sculpture. David, if you're trying to pretend you're a beast man, it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, coach. It's... Oh my god, it's Beastman and Karg. Uh, he's just through Beastman. And we have swords again, very nice. This is like every high school fantasy. She's shooting lasers. Well, that pyramid lasted all of two seconds. Dude, my Rhodes uh, synthesizer. They're shooting lasers, so it's not cool, man. There's supposed to be a dance there later. How are they going to, like... And now things are on fire. Absolutely. Uh, burn down the high school. That's... That always works. Okay, guys, we're going to light the set on fire. I want you to continue acting in it. And go ahead. Fuck <laughs> this shit. I'm out of here. <laughs> this stuff, Ellie. Beast okay. man, Beastman is clawing his way through the choosing not to use lasers. Uh, or... Oh, she's crawling. She's still faster. What Beastman is saying in Beastman language is, this mask is fucking itchy, get it off my fucking face. <laughs> There's a fucking fire going on, I can't breathe. I'm a Shakespearean trained actor, and now they're making me be in yeah. this outfit. I don't even get to show my facial expressions, and I, and I went to Juilliard. I'm a, I'm a stunt man, and I've worked on Sterling Ace and Cannonball Run, and Hal Needham doesn't work this way, and I'm not going to work this way. Cannonball Run, a great film. Yeah. Cannibal Run 2, still a great film. Still a great film. Speed Zone, <laughs> a.k.a. Cannibal 3, it's a movie. Smoking and the Bandit, a.k.a. <laughs> it's Cannibal yeah. Run 4. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Smoking and the Bandit 2 with the elephant, not that good. <laughs> Smoking and the Bandit 3 without uh, Burt Reynolds. But Impossible. With Jackie uh, Gleason. Yeah, it's a movie. Maybe there's a full-length version on YouTube we could watch together someday. Oh. It was a really, it was a golden time from like, what, 77 to 84 of movies. Yeah, I think that one was a little later, though. Was it? No. Cannonball Run was... Cannonball Run was definitely in the time frame, but I'm thinking of like, smoking a minute. Oh, three. okay. Okay. That's got to be... That's past the time. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, there was Stroker Ace, uh, you know, because he made a lot of uh, like Gator, like a lot of 80s, 70s action films that had like racing and boat racing and... But then in the 80s, you know, Burt Reynolds came out with Hal Needham, director Hal Needham, with films like Cannonball Run and uh, A Stroke Race, where it was just this crazy 
80s racing action. But it was it was the thing that was the um, it was the love boat idea where you take all the stars that are currently famous and you uh, put them in a movie. Right. And you make them all do this silly thing where like you know them from characters from other places, you, but then they're all together in this movie. With Jamie Farr playing a Arab. Right. As I believe. <laughs> Sheik, Arab Sheik. Oh, Sorry, I finished yeah. my thought. They're, they're running around looking for He-Man. Uh, they're outside a pizzeria, which I'm sure the pizza was awesome back in the 80s. I'm not going to lie to you. It was probably a really good pizza. And they were like, gluten-free? What's that? This is the 80s, man. You just eat the shit we give you. They go, okay. And I feel really sick because I really, my body can't handle gluten. And I need to lie down. And like, what? This is the 80s. You can't lie down in well, my place. It, and it could also be the cheese, not just the gluten. You might oh, be lactose, yeah, right. lactose intolerant. You could either be glucose, you, or glucose. You could either have a, a gluten oh. issue, or you could have a You could keep issue. kosher, and it might have been like a piece of, like, uh, pepperoni on there. And it's just like... <gasps> can't do it. Not with the cheese. Meatball. Oh. Mm -mm. It's so sad you can't eat a cheeseburger when you're Jewish. Yeah, maybe that's for the better. A bacon, a bacon cheeseburger. No more bacon Oh, yeah. You know what? No that's the reason why the Jews last longer. How <laughs> <laughs> they get colon cancer is beyond me. And his laser worked to kill the uh, fourth string Darth Vader. These are very noisy lasers. And now Courtney Cox is in the game here, shooting. Yeah. So they... Well, they got a high school ball to, to, to deal. A lot of neon in this movie which is very important for background so you know what direction they're going. Right, and this might actually be the same set as the Skeletor set, I can see by the... They just put some dumpsters on it and called it a... Well, I can see the uh, Teenage Ninja Mutant Turtle uh, costumes. Absolutely. In the background, they're waiting patiently for He-Man to stop shooting so they can get on with their movie. <laughs> <laughs> they did a lot of swirling. This is where it's like fast cuts when the action's happening because you can't really tell. Sword fighting in close quarters. So you can have action happening. Someone's going through your recycling bin right now. Also, we, we haven't we haven't talked about Dolph Lundgren's um, penis. His uh, his mullet. He's really sporting a very fashionable mullet. Well, this is the magic of movies. It has to reflect the television uh, cartoon series and the dolls. His hair. Ah. Because that's why I'm paying good money is to see my doll in live action or my Saturday morning cartoon show. But He-Man didn't have, I mean, it wasn't like a Barbie where you can brush their hair. The boy no, dolls really. were always just solid on their yeah, head. Yeah, it was they solid didn't. plastic. It wasn't like they, because the hairstyle that Dolph Lundgren is sporting, like, you could have a doll that had that luscious long locks that you could brush, and it looked like a Barbie if you chopped its hair off, you know, in kind of a weird way. Yeah. Brushing. And uh, now, again, she was first. She was a girlfriend. Then now she's a victim, and she's being seen in relation to and men. We're watching this in closed captioning, and they just mentioned that Jimi Hendrix "Purple Haze" is playing, which is probably where the budget went in this movie. Absolutely. Uh, now he's in a music shop, and he wants to know what to do with the it's tuning forks. Charlie's. Charlie's has neon signs to let you know it's Charlie's, as well as that he works on radios. He has a radio, a neon sign that says "radio" on it. Oh, it's a Is that Paul shop. Simon? No, it's uh, <laughs> Joey Pontioni? No, I don't know who it is. I, I played pawn shop dealer in, in uh, Master of the Universe. 
Oh, he's hawking the intergalactic. He's, yeah, uh, he's trying to the intergalactic tuning forks. You know, this movie, this guy is a greedy guy who's trying to exploit for money. He-Man, that's just not what this movie's about. Wait a minute, that's totally what this movie's about. It's exploit He-Man for money. Awesome. It's a laser light. It's a it's a mini planetarium. It's a. <laughs> it's I'm gonna write a clickbait headline about this. So a man gave a gun to a pawn shop. Check out what it does to the ceiling. You won't believe what it does to the ceiling. They're in Laurel Wood, so this must be New Jersey, or I don't know what kind, what state are they in? It's got well, everything's filmed in California on Paramount, uh, right? This might be a Texas movie. Well, they mentioned, I mean, they said New Jersey, so well, it's got to be East Coast. I think like the, 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 her prince, her, lives in New Jersey. I wish that I had been a scriptwriter in this time, because, uh, you know, I could write this drivel. Yeah, you know, you probably did, Pam, and we're unaware of it at the time. <laughs> you just woke up, and, like, the carrier was there, took your draft, and, like, you left. And this, this young um, boy character he looks familiar to me like he's <gasps> you know who he is okay tell me if i'm right or wrong isn't he from caddyshack he's oh he's the he's the guy he's um noonan he's danny noonan yeah isn't I, he danny noonan I from fucking right. caddyshack he is he was married to a, a famous country s- <gasps> singer if i just and, figured that uh, out you tell me next time we see him i really think it's danny sure. noonan well he's outside your garbage can i think it was <laughs> Because I, I was like, he looks so familiar. Why is he? Oh, they're at the senior's home with a bunch of ambulance. Oh, no, no, no. This is the high school that was burned down. Oh, the high school. Oh, it says, welcome seniors. So I thought it was an old age home. Right, Someone right. Welcome probes. seniors. No one welcomes you to the to the old folks home. Oh, they just folks, put you in a room. Don't mind. Welcome, welcome. Don't mind the ambulances outside. They're not for you yet. Oh, man, burnt. These Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles showed up. And you won't believe what happened. A portal opened up and some guy named Beast Dude <laughs> showed up. It's Beast Man. The, the Beast Master. That's the name of a, a movie, right? Beast Master, yeah. Beast yeah. Master 2, Beast Master 3, and Beast Master 4. And then, of course, probably the TV show on Netflix, Beast Master Nostalgia. <laughs> remember Beast Master? It's now a Netflix show. <laughs> and Everything's you on Netflix. Nostalgia? It's Netflix as a show. <laughs> nostalgia? Actually, the CNN did the Nostalgia show, the 70s and the 60s. And oh, it, see, there's a Back to the Future principle. Oh, look at you're right. He's been in a lot of things. He's like, duh, he's also in Top Gun. Don Pleasance can't do it. I'll take it. He's he's in Top Gun. He's um, he's the one who gets mad whenever they do the flybys. Oh, whenever, yeah, like, whenever Maverick, Maverick, you're a slacker. Yeah, every time they do a flyby on the tower, he's, then he spills the coffee all over himself. That's that. Goose character. McFly, your whole family is a bunch of slackers. <laughs> I get these movies mixed up a little. Goose McFly. And I swear that's Danny Noonan. 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 And and a terrible person. He left his girlfriend to go pawn this item that he found when he was with her in the woods, and now she's been abducted by Eman. Well, you know, it all worked out. They all got to meet new people. Tila and her father, Duncan. Humans from another dimension. She's happy now. She's like, look how pretty he is. Oh, my God. Oh, so oh, there's, there's He-Man and the human is now going steady. 
All the all of the choice he could pick for humanity, he picks a high school te- uh, <laughs> high school teenage girl. I hope she's 18. Well, she's working in a weight staff, so she's gonna at least be 16. All right. So now the the tiny dwarf leprechaun creature is oh, back. Wildor. So, Wildor. Well done, Wildor. Wildor is Wildor. Ho- like Hodor, but oh, I thought it was like suffocating actor in suit, <laughs> but his name is Gildor. Hey, hold the door, Gildor. <laughs> I'm making door jokes. Oh, this is a primitive car which has like a theremin player. Well, he augmented it in some way to make it. Oh, he has he technology from. A car hacked. Here's right. seven car hacks you must know. Number seven is crazy. No, you're graceful. He hasn't left this fucking castle this whole fucking well, time. Well, the king, yeah. the king always sits on the throne, though. Look, he's on his throne. Yeah. And the symbols behind him, those must be meaningful. It's like, sit your butt here, throne approaching. Get your keister on the meester. Uh, she looks very much like the wife of Ming uh, from... Um, Flash, uh, he's incredible. Ming of the universe. Flash, yeah, Flash Gordon. He, she looks like when Ming takes the girlfriend from Flash Gordon and turns her into a his girly wifey thing he tries to marry. That's what her makeup and hair are looking like. This is all like an homage to all these other movies. Well, they probably had to work fast. They're just like, you've seen these movies? Just do what they do. <laughs> just, just do what they do and make money. I wonder how much this grossed if it lost a lot in the, in the theaters. Oh, yeah, it probably broke even. You know, these films, like, we're watching them 30 years removed, so they made their money. They made their money. It depends on who you are. I mean, if you're actual talent involved and you go to Paramount and you say, how much money has this movie made? They go, oh, it's probably a loss. In fact, we're showing it for free on YouTube. Uh, you didn't make any money on it. But, I mean, they must have made some some cash. Yeah, and even now, I mean, if you're watching it on the Paramount Vault, you get those commercials, so they're getting the money from the commercials, so do they portion that out to this I-list character here? Does he get any, does he get any dividends from that? I don't think he, me, might have, everyone might have signed a contract saying. lizard man's dead. No more lizard people. If you're going to act in Masters of the Universe, we'll give you a million dollars right now. (laughs) Take it or leave it. They'll say, okay, I'll take it. A million dollars. Yeah, so this this film, this scene right here costs $17 million just because there's 17 million people in there. Right. 17 people in there. Yeah, well, that's why, like you said, they've got the board members wearing the the, uh, Darth Vader masks so they can be there to protect their investment. I'm sorry, but Skeletor doesn't push women down the staircase that way. He gives them more of a hard push. Okay, thanks for the note, Hasbro. And... The key. Give me the database. Do you have the data disk? I don't have the data set. The, remember that data movie, uh, uh, Cloak and Dagger? Oh, I love it with Dami Coleman yeah. and Elliot Thomas. It's a great movie. The video game is fun, too, but in the movie, it's a little more crazy. It's Just scary. I remember seeing it when I was little. It was, I thought it was really scary. Elliot Thomas, uh, who's fresh off of the um, E.T. movie, plays a boy. Southern California who has a Atari and he puts a new game called Cloak and Dagger into his Atari and it lets out secrets in the government in some kind of microfilm, microfiche, key type of thing. And then Dami Coleman, a spy who's based on the video game, shows up and uh, they get into adventures. But you don't know if he's real or not. 
Yeah, but you know, it's interesting because at the time that that company, it was I guess was owned by uh, Coca-Cola. Was it Columbia? Huh. Uh, but they they have product placements in there, so they're uh, drinking Minute Maid and Coca-Cola, which is owned by the same company. But they, everyone does that. They always have the. There's so much product placement in movies now. Oh yeah. Oh. They, he she wants the tuning fork back to get because that's the key to get them back to their world. Ah ah. See now I'm on board. Now I'm on board. The boyfriend's a dick, and he took it away. Right. And so her relationship in the movie is uh, to be the go-between between the boyfriend and He-Man, because it, the story's not really about her. It's about what she can do for everyone. No, they really had heard of a female friend talk about a boy that they're dating. <laughs> That's the first introduction in this movie. And now all I can see when I see this bald guy is, is Top Gun. <laughs> Back to the future. You gotta show some uh, discipline. He, the the young him. kid thinks that it's a musical instrument, and the old guy's a gun. Whoa, whoa, watch out for the musical instrument. You can play something out of tune. I don't think this is a synthesizer. It looks like a trans-dimensional gun. I mean, come on. Got these neon signs, pizza, but it is, we've never seen these pizza neon sign forwards. It's always been backwards, like from the from behind. So I say A Z Z I P with an arrow, like. And it it does, this still looks like the inside of a. It doesn't look like it's outside anywhere. Then we gotta go before gorgeous ladies of wrestling shows up to shoot their movie, their TV show. And oop, another space AG. This is called a, a clit vibrator. Oh, I see. It sees the past. That's fair. That's a cool little machine. Oh, I thought they were looking for uh, Jism using a black ray. Uh, yeah, that's like, exactly what they're looking for. Before they uh, sit down at the hotel. She's watching a better movie. Is th she looks like, um, no more wire hangers. She looks um, like Faye Dunaway. No, the other, uh, the... Joan Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, I got Netflix. Netflix hologram. <laughs> next on Netflix hologram, you love the remake of Fuller House. It's a remake of it's a reboot of Fuller House. Uh, that was some serious acting right there, and more chicken. It's the same bucket, baby. Yeah, they can't afford the, the the budget's gone now. They spent it all. On they can just pop in the microwave like that. That bucket is so multitaskful. You can use it as a plate. You can use it as a microwave tray. You can use it as a container for your truck to carry it back. <laughs> and inside is all that delicious rim meat. Oh, I take that back. It fucked the shit out of that microwave. Dude, your balls are just turned blue from the nuclear... If the microwave blew up in my face, I'd be like, I am just covering radiation. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, fucking get the fire extinguisher. Right? I just want to eat a bucket of chicken. We got to go back to the fucking chicken place. No, listen, I was going to pawn it, man. I don't care. I don't care. I'm so they got that fucking chicken from the hot dog place? That doesn't make any sense to me. It's, it's, very, it's very convoluted. Uh, 
script, the, the plot is All I know is that if I really weak. A diner, I would have a sign that says hamburger, comma, hot dog, comma, uh, fries, nice. comma, chili. Or no, I would do Shakes. This. And, that, and then that way you know that chili could combine on any of the previous three. And yeah. And then the shakes. And then the shakes. Chili shakes. That, which would be, I mean, that's like a cutthroat kitchen thing. All of a sudden, you've got, you have to make a shake, but all you have is chili, nice and milk. You get a nice spicy it's meat chili meat shake. and some soothing vanilla ice cream and malted. Oh, we've got a flying vehicle. We oh, still can't tell what part of the nation this is. We're still, there's been no skyline that will tell us. And then there's a Burger King. Burger King. There's, there's a product, product placement. placement. Oh, oranges. Okay. Burger King and oranges. How healthy. He's like, yeah, I got to eat some oranges before my Burger King. That Burger King now, by the way, is now 30 years old. I would not eat it. Oh. Beast man. You Concussion. You fight like a beast man. Oh, broke the table. Keep telling that, that way. Yeah. And he's like, girl, you be sexy as fuck. Why don't you tell me that a week ago? Like two minutes ago. This is so bad. He's like, the, these villains are like, I'm going to stab you. Ah! Oh, they're putting an intergalactic collar on him. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, man, there you go. That's how some of these relationships start. I will answer nothing. He's weak. Collar. He's weak-minded. Yeah, Jigsaw would kill him by this point if it was a Saw movie. And now there's <laughs> Quick, 15 go. Darth Vaders going through all of his records and it's the papers. Cast. It's actually the cast and crew going through the Golden Globus' house looking for money. I know Golden has some cocaine in somewhere. Oh, we're going to get some more hologram stuff. Oof, that's Ooh. another million dollars on the budget. I seen it in the physical form, not in the holographic form that you show, so technically no. The cop. If. There you go. So today's not Father's Day, huh? No, today is not Father's Day. It's oh, next week. All right. I think I got an email from something reminding me that there's a week till Father's Day. You should do something. I'm we'll like, have eh. a great movie for Father's Day next week. But follow the show. This is exciting to show. Okay, we're just watching a movie together on, on uh, YouTube. And in fact, let me go ahead and check. We have not passed the hour mark. That is amazing. But our show ends in two hours. So whenever that works out, that's how it works out. I think we have another hour at least uh, here. So that's exciting. That's, that's something good to hear that you have still another hour. Right now, um, the military is here. They're going to stop He-Man's villains. Yeah, they have a big flying ship thing. Oh no, I remember oh, no, that from the cartoon. Those. I remember their I remember their flying ships that were like big in the front but open in the side, like open in the center, and you just kind of stand on them. Yeah, that was like kind of the bandana code. Yeah, of, there uh, it spaceships. is. And nobody, no, the car driving by doesn't notice this. Nobody, nobody has any problem with it. It's them. L.A., you know. They they've seen a lot. The car. From no the way. So all of us, they leave, and then here arrives. The yeah. heroes just missed each other, just like that. All in one shot. 
So that was a one shot. And that was an actual spaceship too. They they rented it out. That's where the budget went. Yeah, because they couldn't really use special effects, so they had to shoot everything in one take. Looks like so. Yeah, what an asshole. Skeletor's not anywhere. Skeletons, Skeletor's in Castle Grayskull. Kevin, I like this look on you. This electric dog collar is turning me on. No. He has the magic thing to unlock the... Yeah. It's, uh, they squeezed them all so five people could be in the same scene. This is some real director magic here. Oh, yeah, the director spent a lot of time on this. There's a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of people talking. They're all important to the scene. They've got them all just in really Get close proximity. biceps in the shot. Absolutely. Yeah, they're all in, the, like, in a close-knit uh, circle, and there's Dolph Lundgren with his shirt off, sweating on everyone. Yeah, <laughs> just dripping. These are... No, no, they're from another dimension. What's wrong with them? Ah, it smells like die. European guy balls in this room. I don't know why. Oh, that's me. Sorry. My European balls are, are wet. Yeah, this is him really fast. acting. He's He's trying to get his monologue out. He's upset. His character's upset that, uh... What is happening now? It's comic relief. The dwarf dresses up like... Like E.T. in that scene. Uh, so this is the same director that directed E.T.? No, this no, no. This is no, that's Steven Spielberg. That's Steven directed, Spielberg. Yeah. Steven Spielberg did not direct this. He directed E.T., Masters of the Universe, <laughs> Schindler's List... Masters this is like this too. is like his. Um, this would be his uh, his Popeye, his uh, thing that. It's 1941. They they would never. Um, Robin Williams wouldn't let Popeye be on his IMDb or on any of his uh, resumes or anything. He never took credit for it because he hated it so much. Oh well, that's him. I mean, that's his. Well, I think Popeye though is a great movie. I think it was. Well, I saw really that in funny. the theater, so I mean, I recognize when I sat through that movie. <laughs> I remember sitting through that movie. Yeah, when say oh that does a movie doesn't exist because I sat through it yeah I th- he just doesn't want to take credit for being in it because he thinks it was so bad they show Popeye the movie a lot on uh, basic cable and uh, you just you just can't watch more than five minutes of it it's difficult yeah yeah uh, okay so they're back now they're back at the pawn shop they found the they found the cop they went to the pawn shop so the villains came in and said where's the key and they said, okay, we'll set up a trap and we'll ambush He-Man when he shows her for the key. And Dolph Lundgren says, look at my inner thighs. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren is like, I don't know. I mean, I have the same body, but I don't show it off like that. Right, I know. It's like, find some humility, Dolph. Come yeah. on. All you got is this cape on. Why would He-Man be in this universe anyway? They're coming in. They know about the... I can tell with my weird little... Boop, boop. Yeah, the comic really. There's like so much. It's too busy this room. By the way, like all pawn shops, just like deal with the uh, musical equipment, according to Charlie's. It's like, well, are you in desperate need? Sell off your drum kit. Moonrise. Moonrise is something thing. That's a thing. They have to worry about the moonrise. I can't believe Evil is a character's name. It's just like, well, this movie uh, has a shoot in two hours and we still need a name for that evil one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and every, I mean, 
if they're going to show uh, Dolph Lundgren's inner thighs, they should at least show Eveline's. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you, know, you know, they've got her in this weird sparkle bodysuit. It's like, come on, show yeah. us the goods. She should just go topless like He-Man. I mean, like yeah, He-Man. Yeah, the cross like, thing. Yeah. yeah absolutely. It's just show them. Just like Game of Thrones. It's like there's boobs everywhere. It's fine. Yeah, I wonder about full-length movies on YouTube. Do they show boobs? Because I think I saw Sharknado 3. Not Sharknado 3. There's another shark movie, like Me- Mega Shark 3 or something, and they, they cut the boob scenes out. They cut them out? Well, whoever posted didn't post them on YouTube. Huh. I, don't, I, I can't imagine they'd have a problem. I mean, I guess because it's so... But you can find boobs so easily on the Internet. Like, you can type in boobs, and then they're everywhere. Can we... The, well, what about YouTube? Can you find boobs? Would they... If uh, boobs show up in a full-length movie on YouTube... Well, it's every... What happens is it's, it's every movie with Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Has boobs in it? <laughs> no, just that he's a big boob. Oh, yeah. And so that's... If you they put in boobs him. under full-length movies, put in full-length movies, boobs. Leonardo DiCaprio. And then all you get are Leonardo DiCaprio movies. Hey, you know, one after I think uh, that offense because he had a pussy posse that really knew how to take things down. I mean, like, he walked around with a group of people that called themselves the pussy posse. So you got to respect that, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Is that Martin Scorsese? That's the other name. He calls himself the pussy posse. Is that how that works? Well, it was like fellow actors. Oh, I see. I yeah, see. Yeah. Like maybe let's say Tobey Maguire. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Look at that. It's now or he's entourage. He was uh, right on with his laser strikes. Just boom, boom, boom. Just They're just destroying this pawn shop. They're like shooting among all the... How many drum kits were pawned in this? In how this many town? drummers How many drummers yeah, are out of work yeah, in, in random New Jersey town? Yeah, there's shit. Like, fuck it, before Beastmaster shows up, why don't we just sell our drum kits? All these drummers show up at the same time. Uh, he's playing the machine to make the. I'd give a trunk light for a flunkening. Yeah, it's that's that's good. This still shoes good. It has to be a big store shootout. That's always what I pay sure. money to well, see. I mean, they're hiding behind because everyone knows that an amp is really the best thing to take cover behind. It's a big empty box, but really the best thing to. I don't see like a single like bag of like a pawn uh, golf bag in the pawn shop. Wait, where the, where's the jewelry? Where are the wedding rings? Yeah. Where's the PlayStation? Absolutely. Well, it's 1986. Oh, who? There wasn't. It was just Atari. There should be Atari in the background somewhere. Well, the television cost $700 in the 80s, so I would definitely pawn a television during the 80s to get at least, you know, $400 back on it. Right. I think, actually, I think you only get 10% when you pawn it. Oh, well, that's, we're talking 70 bucks. They give you, they give you 10%, sometimes 15, because they assume you're not going to come back. So they yeah. say, oh, this is worth $500, and then they give you $50. And well, they say, come back and give us the $50, and we'll give you your TV back. But no one ever gets their TV back. So if I go pawn in a television, which cost me $700 in 1985, I only get 70 bucks back? That's it, yeah. Because yeah. the whole point of a pawn shop is that you're, it's a loan. You're putting the item down as collateral for the loan, but if you don't pay back the loan, then they own the merchandise. So... You sometimes people pawn it, and they they never expect to get it back. Oh well. Yeah, that's the whole that's the racket behind the whole thing. I saw a really great intervention about a gambler, and um, every week she would pawn her wedding ring, and then her husband, and then get the money, and then lose it at the track, the dog track, and then her husband would go buy it back, and then it just kept going and going. 
Oh, she married a sucker. Yeah, I know, and that's sad. That's because that's sad. So, okay, so here comes uh, Tolkien, and I guess he knows a lot of something that these guys don't know. Well, and Gwildor has a total gambling problem. Gwildor? The, the, the dwarf guy that's been the whole Yeah. Time. Hey, what is Gwildor? I mean, is he like when He-Man's feet are tired, like he'll sit down and put his feet on top of him? Or something? Well, he actually, yeah, he lays down on his hands and knees, and he becomes oh. a footrest. Oh, that's good. Good for yeah. him. Glad he found work. That's the tech, that's actually that's what Courtney Cox's hair is doing later on in this show. She's it's actually becoming the footrest because it's so fluffy. <laughs> Who is on their way? Oh boy! Oh, it's her dead mom. Really? All right. Oh, from the plane crash. From the plane crash. So this doesn't make any sense. Maybe he landed in the Bermuda Triangle where he missed from. Just wrestling around with a gun. Don't worry about anybody. She's like a spirit, a ghost. I think that it's actually some sort of hologram set up by the bad people. You know, I don't believe. I can't buy in this movie. That's where my suspension is. She's running to her mom. This is that's actually Evelyn. Evelyn is pretending to be her dead mom. I don't buy it. Absolutely. Well, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. See. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have called you back. I didn't take that plane, but, you know, I just was binge-watching shows, and, you know, next thing you know it. And now something melts away, and... I hope so. I really like the lift in the music, though. Well, it's good. We're an hour into this movie. The blinky, yes, the blinky blinky. Don't listen to the hologram. You okay. know, and this is amazing to me. There's 45 minutes left. I know. Uh, we're not like, close to the, like, seriously? It's a full-length movie that we want to watch together, but, you know, <laughs> we're not going to make it, I don't think. It's a long movie. <laughs> we'll try, but... So, yeah, we are an hour and 33 minutes into this film, and uh, that means we still have another 45 minutes of uh, He-Man. Instead of He-Man in the title, it's just Masters of the Universe. Probably because Gwyndor has more stage time than He-Man. They figure, well, it's a collaborative effort. They do improvise. They do improv, actually. I don't know if you know that. The last half hour of this movie... Is, they, is improv. That's amazing. That sounds like, that sounds great. It sounds a, like we're going to be able to Beast move. It's Man, it's Gwyndor, it's He-Man. They call themselves Masters of the Universe, and that's their improv group's name. And now Eve has ruined everything. What a Eve. That's not her name. I'm just saying that, like, you know, archetypically, she sold them down the river because... Uh-oh, there's Beastman. Fires again. So suddenly everything's on fire. Don't know how that all happened. Well, because I'm a pyro and I visit the set. Records, 99 cents. Such a deal. It's still like records and musical instruments. There's like no like silver spoons or fucking... Where did He-Man disappear for so long? He was just hanging out in that room for no reason? Like He, he was in the car listening to tunes. He-Man said he was in the trailer. He was in his honey wagon. He was definitely at the craft services table. It's, it's, he got hungry. Or he could have been oiling himself up again he could to look sweaty. That, that could have been a, a makeup break or something. This is like all shot as some sort of long one take. Jump over the fire. You could do it. Uh, I think I'm going to reward myself with McDonald's after this movie. Yeah. <laughs> what do you usually get from there? 
I haven't. Uh, I like the Big Macs. Oh yeah, they're, right now they're two, two. You can get two for five. I'm gonna go get two for five Big Macs yeah. if I can make it through the rest of this movie. Uh, any movie suggestions? If you know of a full-length movie on YouTube that you like us to do, uh, by all means, uh, just contact me. You know how. I'm sure. Uh, I'm on the Hi There app, which is H uh, I G H, where you know there's an app where people can say, "I smoke pot." And then they'll be like, well, I smoke pot, too. And we're in the same area, so let's go meet up and smoke pot. Shut up. It's Is it a new dating app? It's an old app system called Hi There, H-I-G-H. And so wow. you tell strangers that you're a woman and you want to smoke pot in a field. And people smoke you out. Yeah. Wow. I just then, I don't have a smartphone, so I can't enjoy this particular... Well, that makes you smarter than anyone who actually signs up for this. I mean... Uh, my friend wanted to come up with an app and she wanted it to be um, about smoking cigarettes when you um, are trying to quit and you don't want to buy packs but you just want one uh-huh. and so you find a person who wants who has a pack they want to give them away and you if you're looking for cigarettes so that you could go around the city and look for cigarettes it's so true because before that app you just had to go up to a fucking stranger and go yeah you right. have a cigarette I'll pay for Lucy exactly yeah. and now there's a, you can yeah now you just pay through your your app through your credit card. Right, instead of instead of paying for a pack of cigarettes, you, you go through PayPal. Yeah, you pay ninety nine cents a month to get an app so that you can find out where the free cigarettes are. And that are. sole app is just to get you cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, weird. I like the high one better. I think that's fun. Oh, look, they have unlimited Darth Vader's. This warp hall is just like insane, and the drugstore is there. Everything's backwards and no one knows. And it's still nighttime. It's been nighttime for a long time. Well, We're they still cheating during the day. Well, that's right. And they have to do this before the moonrise or something. So, whoa. Yeah, like hover rewards. Yep, here they come on their weird skateboards. It's supposed to be from 2015, where hover boards are normal. Skeletor looking down from He's his... He's still from, yeah, grade school. He doesn't believe... He hasn't left the room. No, I think he has because he's not on his regular throne anymore. Oh, they brought the throne to the new world. He feels like us in the studio. He hasn't left the room in two hours. <laughs> He's ridden through. But he can't leave that throne. That's where this, the seat oh, of his power. Yes, and here he is. And he's going to take Courtney Cox as his bride? Is that what we're presupposing is what's going to happen? He's like, Evelyn, you're not good enough for me. Evelyn. I'll take Evelyn. The line's busy. Well, wait. 80s drama. It's like to see a movie where no one's on their cell phone. Isn't that where there are no cell phones? It's the future past. The future past. Right? It's like the past where they have swords, where they have lasers as well. So, wow. That is some really extreme makeup. I, I should dress up as her for Halloween. It's a little too obscure. Yeah, but people will mind. It's a nice revealing outfit, so it works out. You well, get your obscure reference, and people get to Google you. It's, you know, and I I like that outfit better than being um, Princess Leia in Return of the Jedi because she's showing a lot of skin. Yeah. Whereas this Evelyn woman, she's in a whole sparkle bodysuit. She's body got suit, like so. a spanks going on. Yeah, she's holding it all together. They're in the middle of a street. I guess it's uh, Ontario. And they're shooting. I guess they ran out of money for their space-age future. Set, yeah. Yeah, because they were like... Shooting. Oh, no, they're going back into the set. They're going back inside. Oh, to the roof? No way. 
Green screen, green screen. Put enough fog behind anyway. See, all here comes these like speed of light laser shots, and they're missing them. I mean, why even shoot the weapon when you know it's gonna miss? True. The roof's on fire. Laser fire. <laughs> the roof. The roof, the roof is roof. on laser the fire. The roof is on fire. <laughs> laser shiny fire. Shooting fire. Oh, he got him. He got him off his hoverboard. Are you gonna jump on that hoverboard, Dolph? That's right, you are. All right. He's like, I can skateboard. That's cool. Yeah. I hope they can skateboard. It's about time. This Hasbro's like gets a new uh, He-Man space surfing gun shooting set. Oh, here it goes. He-Man is is on Silver Surfer's surfboard, and he's got a gun as well as the key. And somehow he has really great aim, and everyone else's is really, really bad. There's an H&R Block uh, store in the background. <laughs> Just happened to be was that product placement, or was that I don't think excellent? so. No, I don't think uh, E-Man's executives are like, Hasbro's like, you know what? I don't think we taxes. can afford financing this movie. Let's get H&R Block to give us... To do our taxes for free. We'll do your taxes in exchange for some product placement. Uh-oh, here comes Skeletor. We haven't heard back from the Garbage Pail people, uh, movie, so... Oh, my gosh. Garbage Pail Kids. Now, that is... Ugh. Did a ridiculous movie. Yeah, you showed that. And no, I was, it wasn't me. Well, I, I've seen it here somewhere yeah. projected, and it was just the dumbest. It was so bad. That has Sean Austin in it? Does it? Again. Probably. The, I haven't seen it. It looks like a piece of shit. It is... Amazing what they do with makeup and puppets and things in that movie. It's just so terrible. Garbage Pail Kids also shows up in the movie Some Kind of Wonderful, the uh, John Hughes ran and produced movie that uh, uh, it starts off in the beginning. The kid is playing with Garbage Pail Kids. <gasps> That's so right. funny. Because that was uh, the fad at the time the movie came I out. had a ton of Garbage Pail Kids when I, in the 80s when I was a kid. But my mom hated them. She thought they were so gross. Yeah, that makes sense. But then again, your mom should realize that you were obsessed over car trading cards, and that's pretty innocuous. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still going on. Everyone's This movie's still, still going alive. on. That's the theme of this TV, this sh our show today. By the way, feel free to call us up and uh, let us know what you think of this movie. Our phone number is 555-1234. <laughs> or try 415-550-0511. Here on Mini Radio. Oh, he now no one else has a force field, but he does. Yeah, wait, he left the, the. He actually left. Is he gonna stand? No, he really likes that throne. It's a big deal. He's got the emperor's, you know, finger thing. He's got the electricity. It really sucks that he has to wear makeup because all he has to do is just sit in a chair. Like it would be an easy acting gig if it wasn't affected. You have to sit in a chair for two hours to get the makeup on in the first place. <laughs> Is this the end of He-Man? That's another thing. None of these characters are going to die. So what's the point of any tension? It's not like He-Man, I got you, I'm going to kill you. Or Skeletor, I'm finally going to wring your neck. Well, if they kill someone, they should kill that girl and her father because they're kind of... Right, they don't affect the status quo. Right. Uh, yeah. 
and they've certainly killed a lot of those Darth Vader characters. Here they come. It's going to kill more of them, no problem. See, these dolls, you know, the He-Man dolls, they have to behave a certain way week in and week out, so these movies are not going to change that. It's a lot of extras. They spent a lot of money on on uh, costumes for these extras. These, Unless they just took the Star Wars costumes and spray-painted them black. You know, it would be cheaper if they CGI'd it. I just don't know if it would be worth watching it. <laughs> There is, there is no CGI in this movie. Well, this right here is, must be green screen. Right. Wow. Well, we're watching our flying, surfboarding, hoverboard, Beastman battles. Oh. Skeletor just lifted his hand and just shot a purple uh, laser right at them. That's all it takes. I would think that a purple laser in your leg would somehow, you know... If I was in the theater, I'd be like, wow, purple laser, man. That's really worth my $7. <laughs> Is that how much movies cost back then? Yeah, back then it was $7. Now it's like $17 from yeah. And like Matt Damon plays P-Man. It's not the same. <laughs> Matt Damon. I'd like to see... No, I wouldn't like to see Matt Damon Dol- as He-Man. Dolph Lundgren, this was not they the should only. bring it back. They should bring, they should, I mean, they bring everything back anyway, right? So why not have a new He-Man the movie? Well, Dolph Lundgren at the same time played Marvel's Punisher. Oh. Which was brought back two more times with Thomas James playing Punisher and then uh, Ray Winstone or, no, Keith Urban playing uh, him in uh, Punisher Warzone. Yeah, they should just keep making He-Man movies with different He-Man. Sure. It'd be like 007. Who gives a shit? As long as they have Skeletor, it's fine. We just want new eye candy. (laughs) Just get another guy with his shirt off and call him He-Man for two hours, and we'll be set. And uh, he still hasn't said by the power of Grayskull. He never said that. He still hasn't done, like, the 